Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I feel insane. How are you? <laughs> I'm also insane. Jeff, you know what time it is? Weather check? It's, it's a it. weather check. <laughs> Looks dark. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's dark. <laughs> dark mood. Everything is bleak. Dark Everything cloud. is terrible. It, I haven't... Have we been outside today? No. Nope. No. Nope. But, right. uh, hey, who knows what the, what the night will bring. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, who's on the podcast today? On the podcast today is Harry Fraud. Yo, one of our favorite people in this business. He's just like an amazing spirit, just so funny and yeah. so super talented. And we never get to see him in person. And now we definitely don't get to see him in person. <laughs> but uh, we talk about a lot of upcoming projects. We talk about uh, a Benny the Butcher project. Mm-hmm. We talk about some French Montana stuff. And we talk with our about our second guest. Our second guest. Jay Worthy. Jay Worthy, man. That's our guy. You know, um, you know, not our, just... No, he's our former neighbor. Yeah, well, <laughs> but not just like, you know, a veteran of the podcast, yep. but a true friend. Yeah. Actually, by the way, Jay Worthy is like one of the best friends. Yes. And I say that because like he's so active in a friendship. He like, will he, check in. He checks in on you. Yes. He's just like a caring he's individual. He's appreciative. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, so they have a new project that they're going to announce on this podcast right here mm-hmm. uh, coming out. And they'll tell you when that project's coming out. But just look forward to that. Yeah. And then our third guest, Jeff. Smoke Dizza. Shout out to Smoke Dizza. Another great real life friend of ours. Yes. Who is uh, obviously getting busy on 420. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be doing a live concert, him and Weed Maps and Cinematic Music Group. That conversation made me laugh so hard. Smokers Club. Shout out to Johnny Shipes. Just like the idea, and I'm not going to like get too much into it because I don't want to spoil it, but like the idea of him having to do a concert in his house is the funniest thing. It is It is pretty spectacular. 420. Yep. Weedmaps.com slash 420. Mm-hmm. Look out for that. Jeff, before we get into this here episode, uh, yeah, I I wanted I wanted to shout people out from the Patreon, but I again am filming it. Today was going to be the day. I know. Here's what we have to do. I think one of the people's names is Henry. We need to plan ahead of time. But if people want to join those amazing contributors, we've been getting a bunch of people at Patreon.com/slash It's The Real. I will shout you out. At yeah. some point when I'm not filming. So here's the deal. You go to yeah. patreon.com slash it's the real. You yep. can contribute to what has amounted to uh, a movement. You know? <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? It started out as an idea. Oof. And it turned into a movement. But here we are. Um, quarantine radio. What mm-hmm. we're doing right here. The original quarantine radio. That's right. Mm-hmm. Ray's. Original. Famous. Famous. Quarantine radio. Quarantine radio. Yeah. Uh, this is 27 episodes in. Mm-hmm. Okay. We also have 307 episodes of Waste Time with It's The Real. Yep. We also have music. We also have uh, sketches. We also have this long history of stuff that we've done. Uh, and the way, the path forward mm-hmm. is to join us on this ride, mm. to be part of this movement. Oh, this is a metaphor now. To get excited. This is like the Oregon Trail. Alongside with us as we take one step forward and another step forward and another step forward. You're also sort of sounding like Billy Mays. <laughs> like there's, if there's, you yeah <laughs> join us now like you're like the scrub daddy guy at patreon.com <laughs> slash it's the real jeff mm-hmm. what will we throw in we will throw in <laughs> a free towel <laughs> should we do towels actually towels would be a good idea yeah we've done mugs yeah we've well, done t-shirts like, yeah think about like what people need around the house scrub daddies, <laughs> scrub daddies. <laughs> jeff let's get on the phone right now with our guy <laughs> harry fraud Yo. Fraud! What up? <laughs> my 
my gosh, what's poppin'? What's happening? How are you? Oh man, it's the dynamic duo. What's going on? <laughs> Yo, it has I'm been right. it's been so long since we've spoken to you. Uh you've been up to a That's lot a of fact. stuff. There's been uh, like just a ton of music that you've put out, but there also is this pandemic that's going on. Not sure if you've heard yes. about it. <laughs> yes. So yes, are you uh, are you still productive like during all this? Actually, I'm, I've been insanely productive. Um, you know, when this first when the quarantine side of things first happened, I kind of just figured, OK, let me put the studio in my living room. So I did that. And uh you know, I've finished already, uh, I've finished three projects that I was in the middle of working on before the quarantine hit. Super and focused. I, I just, <laughs> yeah, I'm super focused, man. You know, I've just been, I mean, I feel like that's the only thing to do to kind of keep my mind off the madness right now. You know? Yeah, yeah. Are you hoarding about, Ritalin? <laughs> I'm, I'm hoarding something else. No <laughs> I'm, I'm hoarding the green Ritalin. <laughs> Yo. Fraud, how does the how does the setup work in your living room and how does everything sound? Uh well it's crazy. The setup works in the sense of I took the computer, uh kind of set it up uh with my Pro Tools rig. My you know, I already had a mobile rig that I would travel with that I recorded uh uh most of Action Bronson's last album on. Shit. So I'd already kind of like built a good mobile rig. And then I set that up in the corner and just wired it to the big flat screen that I had on the wall. So that became my computer monitor. Awesome. And then I just had to get a get a set of speakers over here, which I have fucking two storage units full of studio <laughs> equipment. So that was fine. You know, I just had to go dig in there for a pair of speakers that would be good for the house, but not you know make my neighbors hate me more than they already do so <laughs> yo you know, that's, that's where i'm at with it that's been a big concern like around here too like uh it's funny because sono sent us some new stuff uh to yeah, set up they're great and that shit gets loud right and yeah and uh and the sub works nice and then i was about to say it has two the sonos their base is almost too good for that <laughs> <laughs> so it's like are we gonna piss the neighbors off who are sitting at home 24 hours a day now and the answer is not yet well the but, answer is i don't yeah. care yeah yeah that's the real I, answer i mean i'm kind of i'm kind of in that boat too of like you know, this is what we got to do. This is our business and everybody's working at home. It just so happens that our business is uh, is a little louder. And you guys, I mean, shit, I remember pulling up to your fucking apartment however many years ago that was and just being like, oh, these guys are really doing this out of the crib. Okay, and then, yeah. and then we moved. You know? <laughs> so we have a and spot. Yeah, we have a spot that's actually like five blocks away from the old spot, but, but it's much bigger. A, it's a better. Yeah. We have a separate kitchen, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, we ran into yeah. we ran into Jim Jones uh, uptown after we moved, and he was like, "Oh, y'all don't live in the kitchen no more." We're like, "No, but thanks, you know." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. Um, fraud. When you're mixing your records and you're listening yeah. to them back, obviously, like you can listen on the speakers that you got with your, you know, your new setup in the living room. You can also yeah. go to headphones. But do you get in a car also and like drive around these days and listen to mixes? Not. These days, necessarily, I do have the car parked outside, so I did go when we finalized this Jay Worthy EP that we're putting out May 1st. That's kind of the first. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to roll out like five EPs this year, and that's kind of the first one. But I did go when we finalized it to listen to the master, but I literally just turned on the car outside, listened to it, and came back inside. You know, I didn't really drive around too much. Um, 
So, you know, it's it's been a bit of an adjustment, but I also am always, like with mixes and stuff, I'm always a proponent of let me listen in the environment that I know the majority of the people that are going to be getting this are going to listen to. And I feel like right now, that's in the crib, that's off the phone. I'm always checking shit right off the phone speaker, the AirPods, you know what I mean? It, it for me, it's always about just listening in as many environments as you can. For you sure. Know what I and, mean? No matter what you got. And uh, before we get any further, I do want to shout out John Sparks, who's got one of the best set of ears out there. Oh, and, my uh, God. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, I could really, especially during this point, I could not do this without Sparks in this current, you know, situation. I mean, we've been working together for probably close to a decade, coming mm. close to one. And I mean, we've developed together and you know he's one of those engineers where it's like we share everything i don't have no tricks that i'm trying to keep from him or nothing <laughs> like that you know what i mean yeah. so it's like we really are synergistic with all that i could not do it shout to sparks man i could not do any of this without him and i mean these next these next five eps he's mixed everything well also so. can you can you tell people out there because i think there's this there's this idea from younger artists who hear the word mastering but don't understand what a good master is. Can you explain yeah. what you want between a mix and then your master? Yeah, well, I mean, it's weird because the last 10 years, right, it used to be, you know, you'd mix your records low with a lot of headroom and then, you know, you'd send them off to mastering. But how things have gotten now, everybody is using what they call a brick wall limiter on on all their mixes from jump and everything has become so loud and and unfortunately there's less dynamics going on in the mix. Yeah. But what I really want is I mix super loud with John and um when we get to the mastering stage, the the word I use with him is warmth and, and it's just about getting that little bit of warmth and also balancing things track to track, you know what I mean? And yep. making sure that everything kind of has that gloss over it that, that connects it to each other, you know what I mean? So it's 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 less involving in the last kind of decade or so. Like, you know, my man Jason Joshua, he'll always say, like, when he send the record out, the, mass, the mastering guys either love or hate him. They don't really got to do shit. You know what I mean? It's already, that thing is slammed, you know? And we're kind of in the same, we're, we're moving in the same direction with everything, you know? So it's it's kind of like mastering has become much less of a, it's more of a glue now. It's mm. always been a glue. But, you know, I think you're doing less dynamically to the song, whereas you're kind of just gluing things together, yeah. especially in, in, in rap. You yeah. know what I mean? Because... Cause we're just bass heavy. We, you know, we're we're our generation, and and as the generations go further and further, we're used to just hearing shit squashed as fuck anyway. Well, you if know what I mean? if you were to look back at something like you did ten years ago, would you <laughs> would you approach things differently? I, you know, I'm one of those people. If I look at something I did ten minutes ago, I would approach it differently. Wow. You know what I mean? I'm I'm that I'm that type of artist. Whereas art, you gotta you gotta take it out of my hands. You know what I mean? It's never done. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll I'll just paint and paint and paint until there's nothing left. You know what I mean? So I I really am somebody that once I kind of deliver the baby, it's yours. I'm not. I don't want. I don't. You know. I don't want to see the baby again. I'm not one of those guys that goes and just listens to only my music. It's it's pretty much the opposite. I'm listening to music that I'm working on in the middle of working on, and then I'm tuned into whatever else I like out there right now. Well, what are you I mean? listening to right now? 
Uh, right now, let me go. I'm doing Tame Impala's new album. Great. Wow. Both the Uzi, both the Uzi albums are great. I'm yep. fucking, you know that that Uzi and Keith and Chief Keith. I'm I'm like in love with that. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, Roddy's album was dope. Fire. Um, G Herbo put out a great album. I'm yeah. literally just scrolling down my my what I listened to last. You know, I'm always listening to some Frenchie, some yep. Travis Scott. You know what I mean? And then. You know, I'll jump into like I'm on my deep reggae cuts, my deep dub cuts for the house. You know what I mean? Good yeah. soul and blues and shit like that. You know what I mean? When I'm trying to get out, but but right now I'm loving the Uzi and I'm loving Tame Impala of stuff that was really released recently. I'm loving that. Oh, and I mean Benny never leaves. You know, plugs yeah. I met never yeah. leaves. You know what I mean? And me and Benny actually just finished plugs I met part two, which oh, I shit. produced the whole thing on that so I, that's honestly i'm gonna say right now that's some of my best production that i've ever touched man. that project is gonna it's scary good it's scary good when so, is there like a scary good yeah well yeah i mean both of you guys when when are is there a calendar date like that you guys are aiming towards like has have you guys weird. gotten that far we, we ha- yeah it's done i mean it's mixed mastered as far i mean we had you know a timeline and i had a complete it's it's that's where I've had to be a little go with the flow because I had a completely different timeline for this year. And, um, you know, when this whole thing popped off, we don't really, no one really knows what to make of anything right now. So I think everybody's just feeling it out, but I'll tell people right now when that plugs two drops, oh man, it's over. Like, <laughs> I, I, Nobody better drop no album that week, man, because 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 I'm telling you, this is you know Benny. I don't got to tell y'all, Benny is is he's the truth, know, yeah. The, yeah. He is the truth, and he's really the truth. And you know, working with him, and you know, we did everything together in person, no nothing sent. And um, you know, working with him, I I I tell him all the time. I he gives me that feeling that Chinks used to give me, wow. where it's like they're such technicians, they're so thoughtful. And that, you know, he's really not wasting a fucking word when he writes, you know what I mean? And, Absolutely. and you know, that's amazing, man. He's, he's, he's really great. The whole Griselda, man, you know, obviously it's been said a million times. I don't got to say it, but what they're bringing to the game right now, but I will say it because it deserves <laughs> to be said what dumb kids are bringing to the game right now was so necessary, so necessary. And, and for me around I'm seeing all these other rappers, you know, they're inspiring guys to get back to to their pen. You know what I mean? And and I feel like for so long it was like motherfuckers were scared to even say they wrote a word down because that wasn't cool. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean? And it's like they they really, you know, I I I'm I can't commend those guys enough, man. It's and so, I can't Go ahead. No, sorry. I mean like it's just so crazy that like they have become the the face of lyricism. I mean, like there have been other lyricists, but it, it doesn't feel the same as as when it came from Griselda and like yeah. the whole movement they of they're not the... corny. Yeah, yeah. they're <laughs> not corny though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. meaning they not out here trying to be the lyrical miracle spiritual. They that's just they're just being themselves. Yeah, and that's why it's working. And I think that's what a lot of artists lose is you know you get in the game. And I feel it as a producer, any any artist feels it. You get in the game and it's like, it's so hard to get into the game. And then once you get there, you're like, damn, I worked so hard for this. I want to keep my foot in. And you start to allow 
what the next man is doing to creep into your kind of perspective and skew you a little bit. And that's the hardest thing to do is just keep them blinders on, man. It's great. It's great to be influenced by people and it's great to recognize people and, and say, Oh, that guy, yo, he really, he's doing it with that style or he's doing it. And to take those things, but you can't let yourself make decisions based on that pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to make your decisions from inside. You, you, know? you have uh, been very lucky to have had that time in person with, with, with Benny. You've been very lucky to have that time with someone like Jay Worthy and you guys can connect well, and, uh, yeah. and you can, and you can put that into motion because of the um, atmosphere that you guys have in one room can you talk yeah. about that as opposed to now when, when you're going to have to send production to someone or they're going to have to send verses back to you? Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny because I, I can't announce this one yet, but um, I'm working with an artist from New York right now that's, you know, a well-known guy and people have always wanted us to work together. And we're sending the stuff back and forth, obviously out of necessity. And... Um, it it's interesting because it is more difficult and i feel like for me i'm a vibe guy as you guys know yep. but i i think it it also makes you analyze like like i'm analyzing what i really want the finished product to be more from the inception stage if that makes sense whereas a lot of times if i'm in the room i'm just going with the flow you know what i mean like i'm playing shit i'm playing a record um i know we got nothing but time and and to just to just kind of shoot the shit and figure our way down the path whereas with this it's more okay what do i want the final product to be and how do i plant the exact seeds that are going to grow those trees right you know what i mean it, and, and it makes just, you it forces you to be more direct as opposed to yes you know like yes as opposed to like you know you 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 shoot um sort of like in the air and see where it lands, you know? But now yeah. you have to just like, yeah. And you could try more when you're sitting in the studio. Like, you know, I tell every artist I work with, like, look, let's try everything. Nothing has to come out that we don't want to come out. You feel like coming in and doing a reggae thong song today. Let's do it. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like I'm, like, I'm with it because you never know what you're going to stumble on. And you also never know what that good open energy is going to lead to. But... I don't think we have, I don't have as much of that luxury when I'm working kind of remotely with people, you know what I mean? And, you know, I still take my chances though. Everybody who, who knows me and who has ever gotten a beat pack from me knows I give you those things that like, all right, sure shot, sure shot, sure shot. But then I'm taking a couple, you know, I'm, I'm going to take a couple chances because that's what art is about, man. Yeah. If, you, if you're just doing the same thing, that shit is boring. I can't even make that. I cannot make a beat in the same tempo as the beat I made before. You wow. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I gotta switch it up, man. That shit just, I, what, what, it's just boring otherwise. Yeah. You know, yeah. then you're just doing a factory job. I, I don't want to work <laughs> in a factory. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, like, that's... do you look at other producers who have had, like, phases? Like, you know, Timbaland has had, like, a million different um, eras. Eras. Yeah. Like, mm. do you look at those and you're like, okay, well, if it's an identifiable sound, that's not what I'm chasing? Or are you speaking more? Sorry. No, I think I, I I think it's cool to have an identifiable sound if that's what you're going for. I don't think you know there's anything wrong with that. Um, I, I, I do, and obviously somebody like Tim. I mean, he's had 
fucking 10 he's had a couple of hits yeah. and i mean come on you know what i mean that's you know that's the god of of switching up the bounce yeah, you know what i yeah. mean so he changed the whole bounce of the whole world you know when he wants to because his shit is so fucking like unique but still bangs and is just he's just got a pocket but for me it's literally self-serving bro you know i mean it's just it's just i just can't do that or i feel bored yeah you know what i mean i feel bored doing things the same way twice you know what what i mean i just yeah what is what is a vacation look like for you and and how often do you sort of get away and you're able to turn your ears off and and turn inside to you that's really you know i feel like that's some of the most necessary shit um a vacation for me looks like usually (laughs) montauk just because that's where my mom lives now yeah and you know it's literally like you said it's turning everything off going to hang out with my friends that I know for my whole life, going surfing, riding bikes, walking around, being with the dogs. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, my mom and my uncle and my, my, both my uncles and my mom have houses like within a block of each other. They all got a bunch of dogs. And, and that's kind of like the vibe is, is just like you said, turning everything off and filling up the inspiration tank. You know what I mean? The life tank. Cause you got to live, you got to live life to, 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 be inspired you know what i mean and yeah that's you know that's part of the hardest part about this is right now luckily i've been mixing and fine-tuning and post-producing most of my stuff but i'm i'm done with this last project that i had to finish and now i'm about to create and i'm thinking damn like do i gotta like eat two hits of acid here or something like what do i gotta <laughs> do to just to escape I mean? yeah to yeah. get out of yeah, these four get walls that experience yeah you know what i mean to get that experience so i think that's like that's that's important, man. I think like, like turning everything off and, and, you know, if I go away for two weeks and I'm just chilling, I might, I might make a couple beats, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the flow. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not forcing myself into any type of work. Does, uh, does a, does a movie experience affect you? Does it give you, uh, you know, some sort of inspiration while you're watching that? It's crazy because, and I know y'all got the, you know, the movie show and, and I always pay attention, but, um, you know, I'm, that's all I do is watch movies. I don't watch any TV. I mean, sports, you know, I, sure. I'm, I'm a big basketball and football fan, but, um, you know, I really, movies is where I draw most of the stuff from, especially now, you know, I, 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 I gotta watch movies. Cause the other thing is I always see myself at some point getting into making film that's always been something that i love so much is Mm. film and and you know the intricacies of it and kind of looking at it from an analytical point of view and like you know i i swear i don't you i don't even have cable bro you know what i mean i got i got wi-fi and just movies you know that's all i do is watch movies what's a movie that like definitely translated into one of your songs oh i love good time Good time was amazing. Mm. Um, that was uh, Safty Brothers, the one they made. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gems with Pattinson. That was that was a that film really. Um, Necro was the fucking LSD dealer in it, or the dust <laughs> yeah. dealer. It was like amazing. Like that was amazing. Um, but then you know, I watch a lot of documentaries. Um, um, what was the one? Deep Water, um, which was about 
uh, one of those first sailing races, uh, solo sailing races around the around world. The world? That was yeah. Like, yeah, that's incredibly inspiring. Wilderness stuff really inspires me because, like, kind of the man against the elements. I watched Into the Wild about a week ago that, you mm. know, I'd seen it before, but that's inspiring. You know, the kind of, like, the, the kind of, like, stories of kind of braving this Yeah, the elements, yeah. Yeah, but, but just even metaphorically, like, coming against this impossible force as one person and overcoming it. You know what I mean? And and that's what we all doing, bro. We all look at us. We're making something out of nothing. You know what I mean? We're in the music industry. We literally, I always say we, we're, we're shout to the alchemists. We're performing alchemy. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. We're making gold out of nothing here. You know what I mean? So, so those types of stories really inspire me. And they could, all that stuff I put into all my music, to yeah. be honest. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Fraud, uh, listen, you got that You got that Benny project coming up. You got that Jay Worthy project coming up. You said you got... I got Jay Worthy first. We got Jay Worthy May 1st. Yep. Me and Jay Worthy. Yes. We fucking snapped. Yeah. We went crazy. Um, that's my... It's crazy. Body brought him over to the studio in like January and we just... We all hit it off like-minded immediately and, and totally. you know, we cranked out so much music. That was great. And then Benny... Oh, man, listen. When me and Benny... <laughs> No, when me and Benny, listen, I, we're I, ready. I, I just, we're ready for this. I'm ready. <laughs> just, I'm ready. we just gotta get this, man. Yo, fraud, just you play it for us right now. Play it over the phone. <laughs> I wish, man. I wish. You know, I get a phone call, but <laughs> you know, man, I, I I can't wait for for the world to hear this music. And you know, I know people know um, that me and Lil Peep. We're um, working on something uh, before he passed away. That was my little brother for mm. real, man. Yeah. And, um, you know, the world is going to get that music. And that's a whole other chamber for me. I'll and, tell you, you know, that's a whole other chamber. So we got, we got, you said five EPs on the way? Yes. Okay. So wrapped fi- up. five EPs wrapped up, mixed, mastered. And a six, and possibly a six. There's, there's one that I'm doing right now, man, that, that with, like I said, with that artist from New York, that yeah. if we just, if we just finish it, we, we talking like, we just going to put it out and that's going to shock people. Wait, Yo, wait, how, how's know? the chemistry between you guys just like in person? Who? You and you the, and the, you New and the mystery New York artist. Ah, uh, yeah, man. I don't even want to get into okay, that. Okay. <laughs> but I do, before we let you go. We yes. have to know, and we've heard so much that there's new French and new French and new French. Do you know anything about some new French? Yo, French is so focused right now. I'll tell you, I mean, it's like, that's why I like, I like to let him of course. kind of, you know, cause he's so focused and I hope you guys will speak to him. Yeah. The, the music that he's making right now is, is really, really good, man. He's locked the fuck in. He's, he's, he's dangerous when that's what I say to him. Like when you're the, I always say it to him, you know, like when you're this focused, you are a fucking dangerous guy because French can pick the biggest record, but also make that record that touch your soul. It's like, those are, He's a dangerous guy, man. He's so talented. You know what I mean? He's well, listen, so talented. These are dangerous times, so we're ready for some dangerous music. <laughs> he, <laughs> got a, he got a single coming out Friday. Shit. He got well, a single. Yeah, well, French got a new single coming okay, out Okay, we'll Friday. play that on the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Fraud, you are the fucking best. We love you. Take care of yourself uh, out there. Love, guys. Love. Y'all do the same, man. All right. We'll, do the same, man. Send me, yo, send me some good movies to watch. We will Absolutely. for sure. Yeah. We'll be checking Text in, all right? Some good shit to watch. My brothers. Appreciate you. Jeff, let's get on the phone with our friend from the Northwest, Jay Worthy. All right. Yo. Jay Worthy. What up? Hey. Yo, what's happening? What's happening, brothers? How you living? Uh, I'm quarantined. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm living. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting through all this shit, man. But you know what I mean? We, we it's, 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 it is what it is. You feel it, me? It yeah. is what it is. So wait, so you, you started off. Everybody was getting quarantined here in New York. New York was shut down. And you were like, fuck that. I'm going to make a run for the border. And also, you did hit us up and ask us if we wanted to come with you. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah, I did because shit was getting real. Like, look, I had... Look, so half of my family is... Most of them are in L.A., yeah, right? Yeah, So, pops, that, uh, you know stepsisters yep. all them they all stayed in LA they're all out there she's got the baby on the way that's that situation my mom is all by herself out here in Vancouver I just it was I just you know I couldn't I, I had to do what was right for the family so I came out here um and I, to be honest with you like she wasn't worried about anything but it was just like I, in all of my heart I didn't want to leave New York but you know I'm I'm kind of glad I did because it's like uh, right I'd be too scared to go outside and like really fuck around and do anything out here. I'm not saying I'm going outside like that, but like you know how it is in Vancouver, it's more spread out and shit. So yeah, really so yeah. we were actually uh, up in Vancouver at the end of 2019, and so Jeff was like, "Yo." We should hit up Jay Worthy just to see like what recommendations he has on things to do, places to eat, whatever. And so we did. We texted Jay and you were like, yo, where are you? I'm here. We were like, what? And you were actually in there and we hung out in Vancouver. Vancouver, you're right, is is a little slower out there. It's a little more spread out. And uh, and also you have Canadian healthcare and Canadian healthcare. Yo, they're doing some, yo, that's, that's the main thing, because I'm health compromised. I got asthma, I'm a borderline diabetic. Uh, shit, shit, man. Yeah, so I got to really just, you feel me? I got to really be on my shit, fool, so. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not playing with this shit, but other than that, I, life is good, man. I'm not, um, I'm not letting this shit, um, get the best of me, like a lot of, you know, with music and stuff, a lot of, like, labels and the things like people are saying, like, oh, streaming is down and people are only listening to podcasts and uh, visual content. But me and Fraud are dropping our shit May 1st, so I don't give a fuck. Shout yeah. out to you. Shout out to Fraud. Uh, tell us about this project. Um, so I can tell it to you while I can tell my story, kind of. Like, I, I was just tired of being in the West Coast. Um, not like, you know, I love L.A. I love home. Yeah. But... I just felt like every time I go to New York, great things happen to me. I love the energy. I just, you know what I'm saying? Every Everything was just pointing me in that direction. I always was like, man, I want to move here. But I just, you know, I just never did it. So I finally was like, yo, I'm going to move to New York. And one of the things that I said I was going to do was 
I spoke it into existence. I'm like, yo, I'm going to I'm gonna make a project with Harry Fraud because I was like, well, what other producer would make sense for me to go out there? Because you guys know I always click up with a producer yep. and I'll do an EP. So I, I thought Fraud would be great. Like, you know, there would be a great lineup. And I Super New York. Super New York. It's like if I almost like would say like if you went to New York and you'd be like, who's the guy to go to the go to guy in New York? It would be fraud. Like as if you went to L.A., they'd be like, who's the go to guy to go to? Maybe it would be mustard or something. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, yeah, that's, that's how I feel about fraud. So um, pretty much I just, um, you know, I'd always tell body or Larry. You know, I, I never mentioned it to Currency, but I'd always tell Body and Larry, like, yo, you got to link me with this dude. Like, you know, and I never met him or anything before. And I'm like, man, he must not fuck with my music, I thought. Because <laughs> I was like, honestly, because I was like, yo, I got a project with Al. He's homies with Al. I got hella music with Larry. He fucks yeah. with Larry. Yeah. I, I got Body, the, 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 you know, the list goes on. Um Currency Project, they got one. Hell so, yeah, yeah. Like, he knows about me, but he ain't reached out, but. All it took for was body to um bring me over there, um and literally we connected. The next thing he invited me, fraud invited me to his birthday, and then we all went back to the studio and started making music, and the rest was history. Me and fraud became like boys just on the spot, and then we just started making music like every pretty much for the next two weeks. And this this was literally I'd only been in New York at this point probably for like 10 days like so so it like shit started happening fast and then the next thing you know i'm locked in with fraud and we're doing a project yeah you invited us down to the lower east side to you were having a, a release party of some sort um i was and I then was. and we showed up and you were like i'm not there i'm actually going to harry fraud studio yeah <laughs> and i was i was so happy for you and i was happy also that i could go home yeah <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know what, that was, like, literally, that was the day, the next day, they, uh, they, um... Everything got shut down. Everything got shut down, so I, that was, like, the last day of going out for New York City for everyone around the world, probably. Yeah, yeah. That was the last day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um... Well, what was was the vibe like in the studio with you and French and, and Fraud? What a crazy fucking night that was. That was <laughs> we went to do my listening party. What was it? So many people, random people came. Megan, Biggie's son showed up. Wow. Shout out to CJ. Then Fraud came. We went and did that sweet chick dinner. And then we um, we went to um, French. Yeah, we went to the lab with French. It was a great vibe in there. Um, everybody was just having fun. We was drinking. There was plenty of champagne. Um, I got to hear the new records French and Fraud were working on. They were amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, shit, it was a good time. And then I, I and then I had dipped that night. I, um, I actually went to a whole other session that night. I, I went to go link up with um, Jones at like three in the morning. So my my night kept going till like six a.m. I had super like, dope. Yeah, I love how like yeah. you did more in ten days in New York than I've done <laughs> like in my entirety here. Like <laughs> when like so um uh Jay moved down the block from us um and was and, 
Yeah. And, and we're, you were just like, yo, like, let's like do things. Like, let, I want to go for a walk. And I was like, yes, like, this is awesome to have like an active friend. Yeah, let's go get food. Let's, yeah. But, yes, I want to, uh, you know, I, I can't sit still for like shit. This is me. Like, I, and those apartments in New York are small as fuck. I need to be <laughs> outside moving around. And I'm like, my homies is right here. Come on, let's go. You got to show me the neighborhood. But I love how, like, nothing ever happens in the Upper West Side. Like, there's nothing ever up here. And then you came in and just, like, brought, like, Activity. all the energy. And you were like, yo, like, let's go to Central Park at, like, 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, <laughs> not my bag, but, like, I'll go with you because at least you have street smarts unlike me. <laughs> yo, Jay, you you are you are somebody who moves around. You are someone who's who's very active. How do you operate in this new world that we're living in where it, like, calls for you to be still and calls for you to, like, just, like, be away from any action. Yeah, take a step back. Well, well, look. Um, so my homie, he who lived with me in New York, he's from out here. So he came back. So we were able to quarantine together. So pretty much, I just kick it with him. But you know, we got bikes out here, so we be we go bike riding. We got we got we got. They've been taking down all the basketball courts. So. Um, I've been, um, we've been trying to, like, every day is like a mission. We'll go out and try to find, like, a court that, um, still has hoops up. So, you know what I mean? Like, and then I got Sean out here, which I, I still see. So I, I'm able Hell to yeah. get Yeah, shout out to Sean. Up. London Drugs. Yes, yes. So it, it's, it's changed, but not, not that bad, actually, for what I do when I'm in, when I'm out this on this side anyways. I don't really see anybody but Sean. And my homie Simon, so it kind of, um, it's not that bad for me, to be honest with you. It's kind of just like, all right, cool, it's the same shit, just stores aren't open. <laughs> um, wait, you paint, yo, Jay, paint the picture of, like, what's happening right now. What are you making in the kitchen? I'm not, I'm fucking cleaning some fucking, my dishwasher is already full, <laughs> I've been too lazy to take, I can't tell if it's full I can't tell if it's clean or dirty. <laughs> I can't tell if, I, if this is clean or dirty dishes. I, I feel like that's a metaphor. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm about to do my dishes though. That's about it. I'm just, uh, I ain't got nothing. I, I, I've been eating horrible though. Like I don't cook, so this has been kind of a problem for me. You know, I bet. And in New York, you know, not cooking is normal. You just go out and eat. Plenty of shit everywhere. Or you get seamless delivery, yeah. So you know, um, different situation like, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I've been, I've been, I've been getting a little some some home cooked plates, and uh, I'll go pick them up if mom if mom's is cooking. She'll leave me uh, she'll leave me some shit. I, I don't even like to go near her during these times. Yeah, so I, yeah, right, yeah. Feel me? I'm like, yo, leave that shit outside of the garage, and I just. Yeah. Well, one of the fascinating things that you told us was that there's a town um, that's not like it's part of Washington in the states, oh, yeah. but it's also yeah, but it's also like you have to go through Canada to get to it. Yes. Yes. It's it's called Point Roberts. Um, it's crazy. Uh, it is. It's 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 the weirdest shit. You can only get to it from US to US by boat, but you can um you can access it 
on land only from Vancouver. Mm. And you were saying that that's like where like um, witness protection people might like live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you'll see fucking. It's just funny. Like you just yeah. Like you go to the gas station and it'll just be some snitch over there that just <laughs> you know, made it from fucking New Jersey. You got like a crazy ass New Jersey accent who's like sixty five years old. And you're like, probably like a snitch from the mob or something like that yo i don't know you know it's tricky but that's what i heard you know what i mean that's what i heard that's because i mean it makes sense you can't even really access you can't access it except by boat so i guess that's the safest place for a snitch jay you're you're part of this this era that is like um you know post blog era and and you know over the last like five seven years and um a big part of that was yams and we've talked about yams with you on um your full episode of a waste of time with it's the real but also (laughs) from that comes this whole tree of of talent and unfortunately recently um we lost a bright light from that 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 family and that was china um yeah who uh, I know you were close with, and can you just talk about uh, that loss and and what she meant to this world? Well, China, like for real, is like one of the like sweetest people I ever met, man. Like she's just like she just light up a whole room. Like her energy, just the way she was, she was just really genuine, man. Like um, you know, that was Dash's girlfriend. That's yep, how I met yep. her. Um, when I had first moved, I moved to New York one other time when I had first um, dropped active with Fool's Gold. And um, the first time I met China was her and Dash came over to my house um, or my apartment in um, Soho. And that's how I got to know her the first time. And since then, we were locked in forever. Um, and she just was genuine, man. She would just like, you know... She would call me out of nowhere and just check up on me, like, yo, you good? Or I would drop something. And, you know, like, you would, you would, you know, a lot of the time you drop something and you send it to people, like, yo, post this for me. Like, like, you know, she would just, just all of a sudden get a mention in the story or just whatever. And then she'd just be there supporting it. Like, she was just a super good, genuine person. And, I mean, that's my personal experience. <laughs> super solid genuine like a real good friend but to the world i mean we lost a great mc like she is she is probably one of my favorite female mcs like she could out we'll always i always tell her like yo you could out rap any nigga like you was you was ill like you could really rap like you know not that females can't rap but she's just she had the aggression like she could spit bars like i really fucked with her shit um you know, and she was she was hella talented, and you know, it's just it's sad that that um, that that happened, man. Yeah, very sure. sad. Well, what is it like to to process grief, like so far from everything? Like, does it feel present within you, or is it like that you're able to be removed from it because you're I mean, you're so your way? I mean, it's fucked up with this times. Like, you know, like you can't even like. Like, what's going on, like, right now? Like, you can't even go, like, you can't, more. like, you know, I, I, it's crazy. You can't see your people that you would want to, like, grieve with and mourn with. And, 
You know, it's like everything is done on a phone call and on on the phone and, and Instagram. Like, I don't like that shit, man. Like, I'm a people person, so, I mean, it's fucked up, you know? I think, like, this shit is a crazy time. Like, like you know what I mean? You can't even have a proper, um, you know... Yeah, a proper mourning period. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I feel about it. Um... Jay, are you able to um, like put both the the great experiences and the the heartbreak into a project like the one you're doing with with fraud, or or what's the vibe of it? Well, you want to know what the name of the project is? Please. The name of the project is "Eat When You're Hungry, Sleep When You're Tired," and I actually and we made that up because. Our schedule was just like that. It was like, you know, uh, we would stay in the studio till seven in the morning. I'd take an Uber back to Harlem. I would sleep all fucking day. I wouldn't eat until I got to the studio. I just did whatever my body told me to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And and while we're quarantining, it's kind of the same shit. It's like I I told you guys today. Yo, I need to do this at 3 p.m. because I go to bed at 6 o'clock in the morning for God knows only what reason why I do that to myself, but <laughs> I I do that, and then I wake up at 2 p.m., and that's, like, how I've been living. Um, so, I don't know, man. I just... The, the vibe of the album, though, is, like... I don't know, man. I'm going to just... I'm going to let y'all press play on May 1st, and y'all, y'all tell me what you think. But I definitely think, you know, it's some good times. It's... it's it's, it's it's you know times and bad times together in, in, in that you know you you hear you hear some pain and you hear um some happy shit too you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I um I like how Harry Fraud just like Alchemist just like a bunch of other producers they have this sort of crew that hangs around are there any uh, guest features that we should be looking for oh yeah for sure. Uh, well, I got the usual suspects on there, G Perico, uh yeah. Larry June, but then you know I got I got some East Coast homies on there too, like Big Body Bats. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh El Camino, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I got my boy from Detroit Band Gang Lonnie, you know what I mean? Um That's about it though. It's uh, uh it's it's just me and Fraud mostly throughout the thing and, and who I just mentioned. But yeah, I'm so, looking forward to when you work with the locks. Oh man! Oh my God! Well, look, you know how Jada is, though. Like I know, I, I know. <laughs> I, I seen Jada's last comment on um on uh, CJ's page. CJ took a picture of me at my listening party, and then you see Jada underneath it. Worthy, I'm ready. And every time I talk to him, he like, I'm like, yo, you hear the records? He's like, did I hear the records? Like, <laughs> Fuck with him, but you know it's gonna be it's it's gonna be uh you know he a legend he's he's busy he's got shit to do so whenever whenever he finds time for us to get going on that then I'm right here you feel me hell yeah yeah well eat when you're hungry sleep when you're tired Harry Fraud Jay Worthy New York West Side listen Jay take care of yourself be well up there we love you um, we'll be in touch yeah, stay creative and May 1st we're looking forward to this new project definitely definitely appreciate you I'll be easy alright alright yep. love you take Jay take care
Jeff, let's call out to Brooklyn and get the Kush God, Smoke Dizza, on the phone. Yo. Dizza! Right. <laughs> What's happening? My brothers, what's good? What's good? How you feeling? How you living? I'm chilling, man. Fucking, I'm breathing. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best answer for everyone. As everyone out there knows, your last project, your most recent project, was Absolute Fire Flames, No Skips. It was just a problem. And that standout track was the one with you and Flip De Niro, and now you have a new music video that you're putting out. Yes, yes, yes. The video actually came out yesterday, um, and they run it all week on MTV and BET. So that's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about that. I'm pretty excited that everybody is receiving the project I wanted it the way I wanted it to be received first and foremost so you know I still got more to go but I'm pretty excited did you see that Florida has said that the WWE is essential work like yeah. right up there I, I did right I up did. there with like de- delivery workers with uh, like cashiers with um, they said it's essential media and you are here to say that they're right. That it is essential. It is essential <laughs> media. I mean, um, I, I feel like, you know, every Monday and Friday, it, it's something for us to look forward to still as a wrestling fan. Even though it's no fans, they're still trying to find ways to entertain us, and I commend all of them for it. Um, but is it weird? I think. No, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. But I think it's starting to become a new normal now without mm. the fans being there, so we kind of know what to expect. But, um, you know, Everybody is trying to entertain the same way how I, I, I sometimes feel Instagram Live is weird because I'm just like looking into my <laughs> camera and I'm talking to people that's like typing to me. So that's just like, you know, that whole concept is it used to be weird for me. So, you know, I can get used to watching wrestlers wrestle without the crowd. Have you seen The Tiger King on Netflix? No, what? I haven't. You're like the one person who has not. You haven't heard anything about this, or you're taking a stand. No, I've I've heard about it bits and pieces, but you know, I'm a I'm a bit indifferent. You know, I don't really I don't think I care about it too much. Mm-hmm. I don't care if she fed the fucking her husband <laughs> to the tiger. I don't fucking care if Shaq was friends with her. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I just want this shit to be over. I'm, you know, quarantine is not going to have me watching shit that I ain't been watching. Well, I just I'm, – I'm interested in the people who have like this desire to have big big cats as pets because I just don't – I don't get it, you know? Oh, do I you, love it. You do? No, I, I would never own one, but okay. I, I love the idea of people – who are just like, you want to know what? Fuck it. I need like a leopard in my house. <laughs> Does it, have you been in, in people's homes who have exotic animals? Um, do, do I know anyone you said? Yeah. Have you been in any homes where you've like, you know, passed by a monkey or passed by a tiger or a giant snake? I mean, back in the days, I feel like people used to have more exotic pets like iguanas and shit. Yeah. yeah. House. <laughs> um, And I think that's as far as I can take it back. Like, fucking iguana yeah i feel like every like couple of years there used to be a story out of harlem where it'd be like somebody has just like anacondas yeah and like several of them and just like release them because they or passed try to away flush them down the toilet yeah. or something yeah yeah like like dude and drew hamilton that had the fucking lions and shit yo that's yeah. that's fucked up that's fucked yeah, up. i mean you know i don't understand i don't understand the the, the fetish 
with having these exotic animals in apartment buildings. Yep. Um, but I mean, to each his own, you know, some people will just, you know, come up from kids and they like animals and they like them enough that they want to store them in the house. So I, if it works for them, hey. Okay, so Dizza has not seen Tiger King on Netflix. That's fine, but right. you 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 do seem to know a lot about the conversation that's gone on online about it. Did you see that? Like right after, pretty much everybody saw it. It was probably like a week after it debuted. There was a clip that came out that showed Joe Exotic, who's the main guy in this thing saying that he deserved to say the n-word just like anybody else and so oh, pe- he does and so people people were like yo he's canceled and then some people were comparing that to hulk hogan when it came out that he had used it how do you feel about that yeah i didn't like i didn't like hearing the hulk hogan shit that bothered me that was your See, man you know, i'm a super super i'm a super hulk hogan as a wrestler fan so, because I guess we got to separate the two. Mm. We don't talk about it like that. Because, um, you know, like growing up for me, like my son loved Spider Man. Um, I loved Hulk Hogan. You know, like I never really cared for superheroes and shit. Mm-hmm. Other than my dad, other than my dad being like a real life superhero. To for me. real, Hulk, yeah. You know, Hulk Hogan was my on t on screen superhero. Mm. I never really. Uh, not to say I didn't watch cartoons, I did, but that never was my thing. Like wrestling was my thing, like still is. But yeah. um, you know, I separate, I separate the people. I separate Hulk Hogan, the character, on WWF from Terry Bollea, the human being mm. that his daughter was fucking a black guy, and he didn't really like it. Yeah, I mean, pretty trash people, to be honest. Yeah, I I, I didn't care for that. I didn't care for him with that, but yeah. I think they both, you know, and he was canceled in the wrestling community for years until, you know, it's really still no getting that right because you can't undo what was said. But, um, you know, you've been trying to stay face and they allowed him back in and, you know, a lot of other people, I want to say, uh, forgave him for it. I wouldn't say they forgot he said it, but they forgave him for it. And, but, um, but also, I mean, like, the McMahons are pretty trash people too. Yeah. I mean, like, and that's, yeah. that's sort of why they are being labeled as an essential business down in Florida. I mean, that, that because is why. They're because they're friends with Trump. Yeah. And and the governor Agreed. of... Yeah. yeah. So, Agreed. I mean, Linda McMahon was a part of the Trump administration. Yep. Um, I, I believe Vince McMahon put a million or maybe $2 million into Trump's campaign. So, yeah. You know, he's he's been down with Donald Trump since the 80s. So, this is not even something that's that's new. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's, it's fucked up with the whole shit because you know they've been trash people from the beginning of time yeah but um you know before donald trump was in politics rappers entertainers everybody donald trump was beloved you know just for somebody that made money right and somebody that's you know was continuing to make money so yes it's pretty fucked up when you when they they pull a sheet and you see What's happening for real? Yeah, if if you and Wale and uh, Westside and everybody else who loves wrestling, Rosenberg and everybody was uh, heading down to Tampa for this year's WrestleMania, was it going to be just like crazy? Yeah, I mean it's always crazy when we link up because it's a lot of shit going on. You know, Wale does Wale Mania. Yep. Um, me and Wes was planning on doing a pop up down there, surprise pop up, maybe a little impromptu show. Um, Damn. 
Uh, me and Juice from Flapper Zombies was was planning something too. But yeah, a lot of shit, a lot of the plans got thrown in the garbage, so to speak. Mm. But uh, I think um, I think next year in LA, it's gonna it's gonna be a a great great reset for us to try it all again and for us to actually be in in a big market like California for wrestling. Mm. Yeah, um, I think it's gonna be cool. Plus the weed is better. When it comes to Smokers Club, and I know we're celebrating the 10-year anniversary coming up, what are your fondest memories on the road? And what's something that you're going to miss now that everyone's saying that touring is sort of a wrap for at least the next year and a half because, you know, you hear that venues don't want to take uh, the liability on. People don't obviously want to be near each other uh, because there's that fear of catching the virus. What are you going to miss most about about touring in general and Smokers Club specifically. Um, Smokers Club specifically, I miss the fans. Um, but uh, my my fondest memory with Smokers Club, I want to say, is uh, it might have been the first tour, just because it's a, it was our first experience with really being on the road together and doing multiple shows back to back, and it was sort of like a struggle to us. Mm. So that's where like we all like built our bonds as far as me, currency, Craig, mm. um, Fiend, Corner Boy P. Like yeah. you know, we all was on that road that that run together on the same bus. So that's what um that's what built a lot of our friendships, and um that's probably my most fondest memory. Okay, so when we're talking about the Smokers Club, uh, Weed Maps live stream concert, hire together sessions from home, that is happening on four twenty. So uh, from 12 noon Pacific, for the next five hours, everyone's going to be performing, including you, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, have Everybody you, will be tapped in. Have you been watching the Instagram battles, and specifically, did you see Primo and RZA the other night? Yes. I'm in every one of the battles. You probably see me in the comments fucking heckling the last <laughs> um, I caught the Rizzo and Primo shit. I caught T-Pain and Lil John. Yep. Mm-hmm. I caught Sean Garrett in a dream. Yo, oh my God. Um, <laughs> one for the ages. Yeah, Sean, Sean Garrett. Sean Garrett had a lot of um, memeable faces <laughs> that uh that he was making. But um, yeah, I saw the Rizzo and Primo shit. I loved it. Um, they're both two of my favorites. Are you going to make sure that your sound on the Smokers Club show is going to be better than RZA's? Uh, what, the audio? Yeah, the yeah. audio. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I mean, you know, the Abbott, the Abbott was uh, recording off like two different things. So yeah, yeah. I think his, uh, his audio was kind of shabby because he was doing a lot for a lot of other um, platforms. But yeah, I, I suppose that the audio should be better for what we're doing. Well, actually, what is your approach to like performing live, like in your own home? Like, do you? I hate it. But like, what I are you gonna do? It. Are you gonna be like on the couch? But this is like wrestling without no fans, fuck. you know? Yo, dudes, I have no idea how the fuck this is gonna play out. I don't know if I'm like gonna have like a, a mic or if I'm gonna like have an imaginary mic. Like, if I'm in front of the mirror and nobody's there, I don't know what the fuck this shit is gonna be. Well, do you have a mic within your like house? I don't. I mean, I, I would probably have to fucking order a mic from fucking Guitar Center or yes. CNH or some shit. Essential. Um, I mean, it's a, you've got a few days. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have many days, but you have a few days to get a mic. So I, what's, the, what's today's date? Today, today is, is the, the 14th, 14th, 14th. 14th. 
oh man it's like six days i know i feel like yeah you've got to get your shit together (laughs) like do you know do you know what you're gonna wear i have no yo e (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what I'm, I don't even know what the fuck this is, bro. I don't know what I'm wearing, what I'm saying. I have no idea. I have no desire to fucking be a, a virtual performer. <laughs> but wait, could you? Could you? This is how I have to entertain the people. Yeah, this is you know gonna keep 420 sort somewhat sane, sane for a lot of people that want to celebrate with us then so be it wait could you like go like super left and not even do any of your songs just like read like shell silverstein poems <laughs> just be like i'm not gonna perform my songs you can listen to them whenever you want i'm just gonna i'm gonna recite poetry before before this this coming show on 420 what is the smallest audience you performed in live <laughs> man fuck <laughs> Cause like we've seen, we, ones, yeah, we saw we saw Wiz uh, perform for like three people. Yeah, this is like early. We saw it was like a. You remember CMJ? They they like took over the uh, the city and they would have like all these different venues with different performances throughout the whole week. Yeah, we saw Wiz. This is like before he signed to Atlantic. This is when he was signed to like Warner Brothers. Yeah. So he was performing again, like Jeff said, for like a handful of people. Yeah. Um, and then like Mickey Fax yeah, was there. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I caught one of those. I caught a few of those. I caught a few uh, five packs. How do you like keep that same energy yeah. as you would for like a full room? Like, do you do you perform as if the room is packed, or do you perform like fuck this? There's only three people there. Nah, I mean, me is. I always got the same when I'm like eight to eighty, you know. So it could be eighty. It could be eight people. It could be eighty people. It could be eight thousand people. Mm. So I mean, for me, I'm always gonna keep that same energy, you know. Um, and if it's if it's not as many people as I expect, then you know, cool. I make it intimate. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I'm a performer showman, so I always find a way to keep someone interested. So, Actually, yeah, I, I continue to perform like it's a lot of people in the room. What That's was your I, first show? Like, when was the first time you stepped on stage? The first time I stepped on the stage, I think, was... I don't remember the year, but I was a part of a group named Smoking Numbers. And I feel like my first show was in Baltimore. And we opened we opened for Eight Ball and MJG. Whoa. Holy shit. And it was a fucking it was a lot of people there. And of course no one knew us. Right. And we went on right before Eight Ball and MJG. And you know, they just looked at us. <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't booing, it wasn't clapping, it was just like looking so i just took that as okay they listen well hold up wait 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 so if if that's the case is that worse than them like cheering or booing because at least if they're booing you could be like the heel right right i mean if they're booing you're embarrassed <laughs> so yeah that that definitely turns you into a heel <laughs> but then you know if, if they're cheering then yeah they like you and if they're doing nothing then that means they're trying to listen mm. and i feel like um it was a lot of listeners because after i set after the whole shit was over we were walking out people was like coming up to us and like you know saying they liked it so i mean i i take it when there's no reaction that that's the reaction and that they're listening that's and, um that's dope yeah that's like an yeah, if, yeah. If, did so you if they boo you they hate you if they if they cheer you they love you did you meet Ball and MJG that night? Um, no. I ended up meeting them. I want to say 
12 years later. Whoa. At a fucking Big Crit video shoot. Whoa. Yeah. For money on the floor. Oh, by the way, super great record. Super, super underrated and ahead of its time. Absolutely. Dizza, uh, the Smokers Club presents Smoke Dizza Worldwide Smoke Sessions album release on 420. This is going to be uh, through Weed Maps, so you can go to weedmaps.com slash 420. You guys are going to be doing five straight hours starting at 12 p.m. Pacific time. We will see what that looks like. We're going to tune in and we're going to see if Dizza has a microphone. Yep. If Dizza is reading uh, poetry. Yep. Um, we're going to see if Dizza just like straight up kills Remo or uh, Greg or whoever. Maybe Jeff. Yeah. Why you know? not? <laughs> you know, live it right. up. <laughs> Shit, Dizza might be fucking wearing a do rag and shades. You don't even know what. You don't even know what, what kind of smoke Dizza you're even going to get. Yo, I would love if you just did like wrestling, uh, like wrestling Dizza. Yeah. Oh Ooh. my god. Like, if you come out, like, uh, the big fur and just, like, shit-talking people, yo, that'd be great. That would be outstanding. Yeah. Yo, get one of your kids to interview you, yeah. and you just, like, direct to the camera, just talk shit. Yeah. Perfect. I, I might. That would be fire. I feel like you should bring us on this management. Yo, if you had, if you if, if you had entrance music and you made a big sort of to-do, that'd be dope. That'd be amazing. Mm. <laughs> giving me a lot of good ideas yeah Dizza listen we love you take care of yourself take care of your family um, stay healthy out there we'll be checking in alright I love you guys more man I'm here checking out 420 shout out to Smoke Dizza shout out to Jay Worthy and shout out to Harry Fraud Jeff are we back tomorrow we are back every day forever as always guys not for real for real sure sure we'll see you guys tomorrow <laughs>